It's the Workers' Beat program. That's our applause. Our applause. From That's our, our fake audience. Our studio audience applauding. I'm Gene Lanson, the beautiful redhead. Is Bonnie Mathias. Good morning. Workers' Beat is always about everything from the point of view of working people. And because of that, we like to start off with things you can do so you won't get discouraged. News you can use. October the 18th, we think there may be yet another strike yes. of the EOTC. We call them the stage handlers yep. here, but they also do all kinds of other things in television and radio and, and uh, movies. So there may be a strike on Monday the 18th. That's 60,000 people, Gene. 60,000 60, more people going on people strike. There's 100,000 people on strike now. So uh, October the 18th through the 29th will be early voting. Uh, the election, I think, is November 2nd, isn't it, Bonnie? Yes, sir. November, October the 19th, the locked out Beaumont refinery workers in, in uh, Beaumont, Texas. Yes. They've been locked out since May the 1st. Right. They're in their sixth month. They're going to vote on a contract offer. Okay. Uh, don't get your hopes up. Well, I'm not. I don't think it's a very good offer. It's my birthday, so... Maybe maybe ExxonMobil will give them something special because it's my birthday. Yeah, well, maybe we think? should tell them. We should tell them, yeah. October the 27th will be the Texas AFL-CIO golf tournament at Cedar Hills Golf Club in yes. Leander. And December the 3rd, put this on your calendar, is the next possible government crisis oh, shutdown. God. That's right, because Turtlehead McConnell uh, would not uh, allow anything. You know, I'm getting mad at y'all, and uh, you Democrats in uh, in Washington, I'm not very happy. You, you guys, I wrote a column on Substack about this very thing. Hey, Democrats in Washington, we won. I got, I'm going to get off of Facebook Live and just talk on KNON.org. So everybody join us there. We are in... This, they're calling this month Striketober. That's Bonnie, right. Bonnie, I understand you have a visceral reaction to that. I think it's friggin' awesome. <laughs> I just because so many people are going on strike. Well, it's not because so many people are going on strike. It's because workers are banding together and realizing they are stronger together and they can actually make a difference together. And they can win. And they can win. That's what's causing the strike uh, upsurge. Yes. It's not because people weren't hurting before. They were hurting plenty before. They've been hurting for quite some time. Yeah. It's just that now we can win because there's there's uh, a lot of jobs being offered that are not getting filled. We're going to take a call. Good morning. Thanks for calling Can to Win. Gene and Bonnie, my good, good show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Imani. Yes, sir. I just want to remind everybody, we we all poor people. I don't care what color you are, we poor. Mm-hmm. And um, when Dr. King died, for us, when, he said, when he said something about poverty, and he's coming to Washington, D.C. to get some boots so he can have some strange, that's when they, they, they destroyed him. So I mm-hmm. want to remind the poor people something. Well, thank you, Ken. Uh, we need the station. I'm, I'm, I'm scared when he's more than that. They're gonna, when I'm going to call it, it's going to be cut off. And... Um, and so we have to support our station. But also, I want to ask you, you, you know, this interest, you know, this, this, what is it, this interest? They're trying to build a bridge, what they call it, infrastructure? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be trying to pass that stuff. Mm-hmm. Are y'all trying to organize these people coming across the border? Because, you know, they they they, they don't get the job. They're already at Walmart. They're working on the streets. They're doing all that. Are y'all organizing these people? Because... 
Yeah, we know why they coming over. They, mm-hmm. they, um, I know black people ain't gonna help build that, that infrastructure, and I know the poor whites are not because we not that. But you know, there's something about that. You know, they come across the border. We got to build about what they trade and they trying to work on. And I said, you know, are the people really realizing that we are not gonna build that bridge? I mean, to build those things. Are y'all organizing those people? Yes, you bet. You bet we are. Everybody can call us at 972-647-1893. A long time ago, the labor movement used to call for people to be deported. Yeah. But uh, in 1999, they changed that, and they said, hey, these are working people. We better organize them. That's right. And that's a lot better. Yeah. They're calling it Striketober because so many people are on strike. John Deere, people went out with as many as 12,000. I'm not sure. It's some for, people say 10,000. Some people say 12,000. And it's factories in three or four different states. Kellogg is out. Yep. If you're eating Fruit Loops right now, uh, the people of Kellogg Throw are them away. not happy with you. No, don't There's 1,400 of them. And there's 600 people at Exxon Mobil in Beaumont that have been locked out since ever May. since last <clears throat> May 1st. There's something wrong with that. That's, That's awesome. worse than being on strike because if you're on strike, you can think, well, you know, I could I could go back yeah. if I had to. But now they're locked out of out of the yeah the uh, what do you call it refinery? Is it yeah, a they refinery? Yeah, they can't get in to go to work at all. And they are going to vote on another contract offer, but it wasn't very good, according to my source. I called somebody in uh, Beaumont the other day, and these are steel workers. They have fought before, and they have stayed out as long as five years on one of these lockouts once before. So, So don't... Get all bent out of shape thinking that it's over just because they're going to vote on a contract yeah. offer. Uh, it's a they, democracy. That's why the majority rules yeah. on the contract. So if a majority of the members say, no, we don't want it, uh, and and I'm assuming that because the bargaining team sent it, that they put a stamp of approval on it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I heard uh, Liz Schuler, the new woman president of the Alliance of the uh, AF of LCIO that makes me speaking, so and she said the same people that are trying to keep us from getting good contracts are also the same people that are trying to get us to get good legislation passed. They want the PRO Act, the the Protect the Right to Organize Act, yes. PRO, yes. as well as the Complete Build Back Better Agenda. The complete. Is, Did you hear that? Complete. That doesn't mean you keep whittling away all the little pieces from it. Yeah. And, well, there's two major pieces of legislation. One that they just call the infrastructure bill. Right. And the other one is the Build Back Better uh it's a, the larger bill, which it's is also infrastructure. It's a human infrastructure. Yeah, we're human. We're 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 infrastructure. Yes, and and until we provide health care and child care and the uh, whole housing, uh, until we get that under control. We can't continue to, to allow people to be evicted and living on the street and, and not have a safety net. Mm-hmm. I, I just heard a lady in Washington, D.C. pays $2,000 a month for child care. Is that right? $2,000 a month. A lot of people don't even make $2,000 exactly. a month. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's telling, you got to go back to work, 
Oh, you're going to pay me $3,000 a month? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, 2000 of that I've, is already gone because I have to pay child care. Mm-hmm. I can't get an apartment and buy groceries with $1,000. So what am I going to do? I don't know. I you, guess you just have to take little piecemeal jobs where you can. Well, the people are quitting jobs at record numbers. Yes, and I said this last week and the week before, and I'm going to say it again this week. Don't quit your job. Make it into a good job. Instead of giving up whatever little seniority you've got and uh, whatever conveniences you have, don't quit your job. Turn it into a good job by organizing it. And if you you can't find a a professional organizer, you need a professional organizer. Get in touch with me. GeneLance19 at gmail.com. GeneLance19 at gmail.com. And And I I will find you a professional organizer. And it's G... E N E L A N T Z one nine at gmail.com. Okay. I just want to make sure you all get that right. Because uh, I spell it with a T Z. Well, he can't help it. Some people spell it with a C E, <laughs> but I spell it with a T Z. No, that would be Lance. The United Nurses Association of California, the Union of Healthcare Professionals, and the United Steelworkers Local 7600 announced on Monday that 31,000 members who work at Southern California Kaiser Permanente locations have voted by an overwhelming majority to grant the union authority to call a strike. So there goes another 31,000 people out on strike if they don't get a good contract. And, of course, you said 60,000 IATSE members may be going out on Monday. That's their deadline. But the best news is not that people are on strike, because it's painful and horrible to go on strike. The best news is that some people are settling their contracts and getting good contracts even without going on strike. Members of the Machinist Local 701, working as auto and truck mechanics in the Chicago area, attained a new contract after an eight-week strike that left management again in disarray. The Dealers Association, this is people who work for car lots, they had been making drastic proposals at the at the bargaining table, but we we won. And see, see, together everyone achieves more. And when I say we won, I'm talking about working families because the workers' beat is all about working families. When we win, that means we got a raise. That's right. And speaking of raises, the <gasps> retirees are going to get 5.9% on their Social Security. That's an average of $92 a month just for anybody wondering how much that is. For That's, older people, yeah. 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 However, we don't know yet how much Medicare is going to go up. And Medicare usually eats part of that Social Security raise, so we don't, don't really that know. Isn't that nice? That's just mm-hmm. here. We're going to give you this, but we're going to take And I want to say something here. else, too. 5.9% <laughs> is just barely above inflation. Because inflation for September was 5.2%. No, the third quarter unemployment. I'm getting the wrong numbers here. 5.4% was the inflation rate for September compared to September a year ago. So so if if you're not getting more than inflation... Then you're falling behind (laughs) because it ain't just it's not just how much money you have. It's what what will it buy? That's right. How much lettuce and celery will it buy? If we look at and and I I I try to compare grocery prices uh, over the past year year and a half. 
Uh, boys and girls, our groceries have gone up anywhere from 15 to 20%. It's gone up a great deal, and other stuff has gone up even more. I didn't get a raise. Cars. Did you get a raise? You can't even buy a cheap car anymore. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the young woman that just came to work for us, uh, she wanted to buy another Subaru because mm-hmm. that's that's her, her preference. Uh, and she was looking for a used one. Mm. Well, the new one was only $5,000 more than the used one. Yeah. So she's like... Okay, uh, and and it was in some cars you can't even get them. No, you, a lot of cars you can't get because they're not making them. Well, they but don't have any chips. You, they're using what parts they can find to build the luxury cars. <laughs> That's scary. Because they can sell them. There's a lot of rich people. Yeah. So, you, but they're piece part in your car, just so you know. <laughs> so if you didn't get six percent in this past year. If you didn't get a 6% raise over this past year, you are falling behind. And that includes almost everybody because almost everybody didn't get a 6% raise except these people that are going on strike, these people that are organizing, and people that have a union to stand up for them and say, we don't have to fall behind inflation. We can can do better. And, you know, I'm just going to quit. Let me tell you, you can fix it from the inside. You can't fix it from the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to tell people, I'm going to drop out of the union. Okay, but you can't fix it from out there. I got a little number or two on Medicare. Uh-oh. It currently takes $148.50 out of Social Security checks. Okay. But it has been estimated that we'll only go up another $10 for next year. So if that's true, <laughs> if they get a $92 average raise and Medicare only goes up 10 then that'll be an $82 raise wow. for the average a social security recipient, but we don't really know that because they haven't announced. Right. They haven't told us how much Medicare is going to go up. And, they, and all these folks out here think that, you know, I love it when elderly folks, and no, no offense, I'm on a fixed income. Mm-hmm. I'm on a fixed income too. My <laughs> check doesn't change for every two weeks. Uh, so, you know, I totally get the fixed income thing. <laughs> well, people retired, like when I retired, you know, I got, I had, I got a pension. And, you know, and I thought, well, it's it's, a, it's not a lot, but it's a it's decent okay. pension. Right. But every year it falls behind because I don't get a raise <laughs> on my raise. pensions. The teachers the teachers always fight this point. Absolutely. They're always saying that we should get a COLA raise every year yeah. on our, on our well, teachers' pensions. Well, you should. Pensions. It's your money, isn't well, we it? We get a COLA mm-hmm. raise on Social Security, thank goodness. All of that, Social Security came about because working people organized and fought for it. Everybody thinks FDR just gave it to us. No. But uh, actually, I have been reading uh, labor history, and it was a very popular idea. Social Security was a very popular idea in the 1920s, a long time before FDR ran for president. Interesting. There were people marching around trying to get Social Security, trying to get unemployment insurance, especially unemployment insurance, before he ever got uh, before he ever got uh, elected so this was not a new idea it's not something that he thought up and it was not something that he gave people it was organized people organized Uh, there were unemployed councils back in those days with thousands of members there was an unemployed council in fort worth for example Mm -hmm. that had a demonstration on may the 1st 1931 uh with about a thousand people yeah and that night they murdered the uh, the uh, leader of the unemployed council. What do you know? Uh, yeah, Dick Revis dug dug this up. You know Dick Revis? Yeah, yeah. Very good, very good amateur historian. 
digs up stuff on his own. I don't know how. He's incredible. He does. He knows a lot of stuff. He does. And he I'm, he's like one of those people that you want to put in a museum. You uh, know, we should or, have him on the show. We should. He uh, he was telling me that at one time, the socialists in, tech in Dallas sat in the city council and held it for weeks. The, the, uh, they actually sat in city council and oh kept it away from the from the powers that be for some weeks. Wow. So, well, you know, Reverend Peter Johnson was actually the unofficial mayor of Dallas for, for a few weeks. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know if those two coincide. I'm not sure. I, I, we'd have to ask Dick. Give out the phone number, Brian. 972. 972- Six four seven one eight nine three, and I think we're about to take a quick break. Pierre says thumbs up on that. We'll be right back. We're back on the workers' beat. Yes, we were we talking about uh, the strike tober and the fact that people are going on strike and they're getting better contracts because the situation is favorable. A lot of people think that workers go out and fight when things are bad no, because they're being kicked always, around. We're always fighting. We that have is, to fight every day. Yeah, but that is not historically true. Historically no. true, there have been more strikes, more labor actions when things were picking up, when uh, when the economy was good and when, when there were a lot of people looking for looking for workers to be hired. And that's what's happening now. Tons of people and are when, working. When, that situ- when the situation is favorable, you can win, and that's when people go on yep. strike, and that's when they, when they do win. Nobel Prizes went to the economists who showed that raising the minimum wage does not affect hiring and that immigrant labor does not lower wages for citizen labor. <gasps> Haven't we been saying that like for a long time? We've been saying it for a long time, but we never had anybody get a Nobel Prize for saying So now, okay, how come we didn't get the prize? We've <laughs> been saying that long, we didn't long have, time. We didn't have all the statistics. Oh, we didn't have the book and all that. Yeah. Okay, I don't think we needed the book and all that. I think we could just live day by day and pretty much know that. Somebody call us and tell us what you think. 972 647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hey, Gene. How you doing? All right. You and Bonnie, my good friend, Bonnie. Yeah, you exactly, uh, what you just said, it light on it, exactly right. Uh, when the economy is good, uh, it's a good thing, and it doesn't hurt to pay the workers a little bit more. It's uh, that trickle-down economics that Reagan talked about. <laughs> it didn't work because people don't let the money trickle down. That's right. Mm-hmm. The, the higher-ups keep it, and they'll go to the outer space and all this kind of stuff, or go to Dubai and, and whatever. They don't pass that money down. What's happening right now is a beautiful thing for the workers, I think, and I'll let you and Bunny, I'm quite sure you all share some light on it. 
it's a beautiful thing. The little people working at Burger King and McDonald's and Waffle House, what have you, they had to work two and three jobs to try to pay their little rent and what That's have right. you yep. and pay their little car insurance. And they would tell you, the Waffle House, I eat that a lot, they'll tell you, say, don't forget to tip the waitress now because they don't make that much because the people that own these conglomerates and what have you will get most of the money. Mm-hmm. But I do for time's sake, it's a beautiful time for the little worker because now they can go on to bigger and better paying jobs. Uh, truck drivers that live in grocery, like, say, to McDonald's and place, they are starting them off at, I met a guy there, he said make $26 an hour. And he said he only has to work four days a week. He deliver groceries to McDonald's. Okay. $26 an hour, four days a week. He said he got full benefits. He said I got, even my dog got insurance. <laughs> he got an insurance package to pet small. Yeah, dog got insurance. So that's a good thing. <laughs> that is a good thing. Yeah, when I worked in workman's compensation, I'm almost finished, uh, they would tell us to try to get the ba- people back to work in less than 30 days. They said when people mm-hmm. stay off 30 days or more, it's hard to get them back. Yeah. But what's happening, people see how they can pay their bills, but many times they're not sitting around lazy. They are trying to go on to better paying jobs with better benefits, and that's, that's a right. good thing for the little person. That's I want right. to ask you something while you're on. I, I didn't realize before that you had experience working for the unemployment office but well, well, can you explain can you explain to people what the labor force participation rate is uh, no. Labor I force really, participation rate? No, I really can't. I was not with the Department of Labor. What it was, the company, I worked for the federal government, mm-hmm. and workman's compensation fell under oh, I see. In, in my wheelhouse. All right. We appreciate it very much, and you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. The labor participation rate is how many people are looking for a job. When they say... That, that unemployment is so much. They say right now, for example, that unemployment is down to 5.2%. Mm-hmm. That means that they have been calling people and asking them if they looked for a job. Now, if they didn't say that they looked for a job, they don't count. That's right. That's not unemployed. That's They're not unemployed. unemployed. That's right. So if they just stay in home because they're taking a week off or something... They're not unemployed. They may not have a job, but they don't count them as unemployed. They have to say, yes, I looked for a job last week. Otherwise, they don't count them as unemployed. So the labor participation rate is those people that did not look for a job last week. And it's very high. Yeah. It is very high. I mean, it's very low. What I mean is, in other words, there are a lot of people that don't have a job that are not looking for a job. And Robert Rice said, for example, that the ending of the uh, unemployment benefits, when they cut off the, un- the extra unemployment benefits, mm-hmm. which, is, which is gone now, yeah. when they cut that off, you'd think that everybody would be rushing back to work or something. Did not happen. The labor force participation rate went down in September, according to economist Robert Reich. He so, was on there. Must have so labor participation rate is what determines... Uh, what's going on. In other words, there's a lot of people that are just not looking for a job because they, they don't see nothing looking good out there. They don't see something that, that would move them up so they're not looking for a job. 
third quarter unemployment right. rate was 5.2%. Okay. For white people, now we had a caller last week was talking about the difference between white people, black people, brown people, and, and uh, different rates. Right. For white people, the rate was 4.6%. Hmm. For black people, it was 8.4%, which is one and a half times what it was in average. For Asians, it was 4.7%. And for Latinos, it was 6.2%. And that's uh, in response to the caller from last week. Huh. The current labor participation rate is 61.6%. That means that nearly 39%, 38.4% of the people that don't have a job are not looking for one. So that well. so that's that's what that it makes it look like unemployment rate is 5.2%. You so that makes you think that 95% of the people got a good job. Uh-uh. There's a whole bunch of people out there that are in the discouraged uh, category yeah. that are not looking for a job. Well, I mean, and it's like I was saying earlier about uh, if you have children, oh, somebody give us a call, 972-647-1893. You don't have to listen to us. You can call and tell us what you think. Yeah, listen the, to that. Get their opinion. Yeah, get your opinion. Yeah. You know, as I was saying before, if you see, if somebody offers you a job and you're going to make $3,000 a month, Mm-hmm. Except it's going to cost you, let's say, fifteen hundred dollars a month for childcare. Yeah. Okay. So you What's got, the use? You got fifteen hundred dollars left. Now this is before taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not going to find an apartment. Uh, I had uh, a, a young woman stop by my office this week. Uh, she and her uh, significant other had been looking for an apartment for she and her son. Two bedrooms. Average price, two grand a month. Yeah, I used to run a daycare center, and uh, I used to really feel sorry for some of those young mothers, <sighs> especially because there's so many uh, single mothers. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, some of them would. There was this one lady, with the daycare center didn't open until seven. Oh, and she would drop those kids off at five thirty. Oh I'd, my god! I'd, have, I'd wake up and I saw I lived upstairs. So I'd look down there to be those kids sitting on the porch. Little seven-year-old children sitting on the front porch waiting. waiting for us to open. And she had to do that because she... She had to go to work. Yeah, she, she had no other choice. And we have lots of single dads out there, too. <laughs> I had to get up early and go get them. <laughs> There's lots of single dads out there, too, that are, that are struggling with the same kind of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've got... Uh, there's there's daycare is in that awful. is in that bill that's pending right? yes the bill back better bill yeah you know that and that's why you keep bringing up daycare yeah it's the human infrastructure bill mm-hmm. we have to have the human infrastructure to be able to build the concrete infrastructure mm-hmm. and i don't mean just concrete i mean there's steel and and all kinds of construction cement. and cement. Oh my God, there is so much construction going on in this city every stinking where I turn. You talk it's, about getting a good job right now. It's a good time to go into construction. Get Contact one of the building trade unions and try to get an apprenticeship. Yes. Because they they'll take you. Yes, and, and they're they paid. will train you and they'll pay you pretty good while you're getting paid. Paid apprenticeships, you guys. And then once you Come finish on. the apprenticeship, you got a good job That's for right. the rest of your life. That's right so it's it's better to get a union job yep, yep but if you if you don't have a union job but you do have a job my idea is that you should try to turn organize that job, it organize that job 
And I don't, I mean, anything can be organized. If there's an, if there's 10 people in your workplace, you can organize them. You can't organize the bosses. No, you can't count them. No, don't count them in. The bosses, the bosses don't don't get in our bargaining unit. They are not your friend. (laughs) You know, I used to have to tell people that on the job all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, your buddy, you're all up in there in the, in the manager's business, all in there. You're best buddy. Do you not understand she is not your friend? Yeah. You can call us with your opinion at 972-647-1893. The Biden administration, we had a caller earlier brought up immigration. Yes. The Biden administration is going to stop massive immigration raids at workplaces, which Yay. was very popular under Trump. Yes. And instead, he's going to target exploitative employers. What? The employers what? really do not like that. They, they like being able to drive everybody's wages down. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Hello, you on the air. Hello. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Got one little noise out of him. Okay, hello? Now, tr- now try. Are you there? Now try. Hello? Hello? Yeah, now you're on. How y'all doing today? Good, Good morning. Doing fine, like fine wine. <laughs> That's good. You know, uh, I love them union stories because I, <laughs> I have a daughter yesterday. I you would know, what the union job had. He said, no, I, I, I think she had. Mm-hmm. I told her, I was out with those several union jobs because I joined the, uh, the team too and the international woodworkers. Which one of them was your favorite? Which one of the unions you were in was your favorite? Man, that woodwork was favorite because I always worked in the majority of with wood and sawmills and plywood plants and things. Mm-hmm, I see. But, but see, Pinks is that really that most of the truck drivers. Yeah. But I, I also was a top loader one time in the pistol plant when we load them poles, to get them poles out. Uh-huh. But my best though was in the in, I was in, in that work, work. I was sitting down one day, I was arrested by that I had nothing to do that day. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting down reading newspapers. And the boss come got me again. <laughs> Go in, I know where he wanted. He's gonna throw some uh, rough out for me. So Fred broke rough out he throw it at uh, the rough lumber. I laid on the bunk. And when he went to the second, and the new president walked up and hit him on the hand. What you didn't do? He said, I'm trying to find almost something to do. He said, you know stupid guys ain't going to be working. What are you doing to pray? He said, he was reading the new paper. He said, go down and read the new paper. Go hide somewhere. <laughs> and I go to, over the plane. Because the plane had some women working. Mm-hmm. The one day the plane was too bad, I said, I want you to run the stacker. I said, I don't get over you. He said, I didn't know I ever got to see you over here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> but I, the live folks don't hate the union, but I knew that was the best thing to do. Hey, man. When you had somebody that something happened to you, you had somebody talk up for you. Yeah, yep. that's right. That's I wonder, right. you mentioned working in the place where they put creosote. <laughs> Creosote on poles. Mm. Did that yeah. did that have any effect on your lungs or anything? I've always wondered about that because creosote really strong, strong smelling. I, I, uh, I went to the doctor and they tested me. They said I didn't, mm-hmm. but I know uh, several people in the past. The way 
Yeah, creosote is very strong smelling. So I don't, I don't know if it's as bad as asbestos. A lot of people know. got sick from asbestos, yeah. and the company knew about it for thirty years. They knew they were killing the workers, and they didn't do nothing about it. Didn't That's care. why there's so many lawsuits about. Uh, about that stuff. Mesothelioma, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, you so call, much, Joe. Have a great day, brother. Call us at 972-647-1893. Bonnie and I have been wondering <laughs> if there were any demonstrations or protests this weekend because we didn't know about any. No, we don't know about any. We do know everybody's working on politics. That's right. There are parties going on, precinct by precinct. The Democrats yeah. are having parties. Oh, my gosh, all over the county. It's awesome. Yeah, I've been wanting to do one in my precinct. I think we should. You know, earlier today, you and I were speaking about a young man uh, named Tavita. Yeah, Tavita uh, Uhutafe. Yes, he came up in, in your labor program. Mm-hmm. Well, I just opened the In These Times and guess whose picture? It's a national magazine. <laughs> national magazine. And Tavita's picture is on page six. As at <laughs> Tavita the, lives over in Fort Worth. Yeah, and he's think, in yeah. TWU 513. And he's a member yeah. of the Dallas Labor Council. And so he's he, a friend of ours. He went up to, uh, uh, to help the folks uh, at the Nabisco strike. That was in the Nabisco strike. Yes. Well, he's been in the Kellogg strike since then. I, this guy is, he's, well, he works for the airline, which is very, very convenient because you get to fly free, right? Well, yeah, if you're. So, very, well, you, you have to pay up. A fee of some sort or whatever, but well, it's very and they nominal. Have to wait all the time. Yeah, and it's it's standby. But this guy's fabulous. Oh my god, I can't believe we were talking about him. And I open up the magazine, and boom! I said, "Wait a minute, I know that guy." For a I while, know that guy. I used to call him Mister Solidarity. Then I decided, well, I don't want to call nobody Mister. So I start calling Brother Solidarity. Okay, that's t- good. If Tavita is listening, he ought to call in and explain to us how he keeps showing up all over the country. Every time there's a picket line somewhere, I was on the Labor Podcasters National Meeting on Wednesday. We meet every Wednesday, all the Labor Podcasters. By the way, we started with only six. Now there's over a hundred of us Labor Podcasters. In other words, we're putting stuff of audio out for people to listen to. And they said, oh, yeah, and that Tavita guy there was there, the guy that shows up at everything. <laughs> right. And what's really cool about this, if Travis or, any, or Angie or anybody's listening, Tavita's got a y'all shirt on, young He's, active labor leaders. It's the coolest. Y'all is young active labor leaders? Yeah. Thanks for calling. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Um. I, I just had a comment when y'all were saying that the boss is not your friend mm-hmm. and all bosses are not your friend. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a really bad way to think about things. Mm-hmm. Um, that that suggests that everybody who gets the job and moves up and becomes a boss automatically becomes a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Not all of them. I, I think that's a bad message to send to people who are looking for work. So some bosses are your friend, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I mean, mm-hmm. if they if they have your best interest in mind, and I think that they can have your best interest in mind, mm-hmm. um, I, I think they can be. All right. We appreciate that point of view. Mm-hmm. 972-647-1893. Now, we used to say, because I worked in a big factory, mm-hmm. and so some people would get promoted to boss, and then sure. sometimes they'd come back. Right. We used to say, when they got promoted to foreman, that they put on a necktie, and that necktie was so tight that it cut off all the blood to their brain, <laughs> and they turned against us. 
<laughs> That's what happened. And then when they got demoted back down to lead man, you know, back down on the floor oh. working with us again, they'd take that necktie off and the blood would and come back. And the blood would go back to their and brain. And it be our friend again. Wow. The, the point is not, it's not a personality thing. No. Brother, I appreciate no. your call. I, I do. And, I, and I, he's right, of course. Yeah. There are always exceptions to everything. Everybody. But in general. Yes. In general. The bosses want you to have low wages. You want to have high wages. <laughs> the bosses want you to have no insurance. You want to have good insurance. <laughs> the bosses want you to have no unemployment compensation. You want to have good unemployment compensation. So people need to learn that. And in, and the way, the way Bonnie puts it is a good enough way to learn it. Yeah. The boss is not your friend. Just keep that in the back of your mind. Mm -hmm. I think we have to take a break, don't we? We'll be right we back. We have to take a break. We'll be right back. With Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. You can call us at 972-647-1893. I have a collection of news items from the past week, and I collect some under the under the heading of racial justice, and I have not got to any of them. So I want to say that the Colleville Heritage School student fight to save the job of Principal Dr. Whitfield is still getting national news coverage. At least wow. it is in the Washington Post. He is now here requesting a hearing because they're trying to fire him. They're saying that he tried to teach what is it? What do they call it? Critical, critical race, race theory. theory. In other words, try to say <gasps> that people used to be have slaves. And uh, you're not supposed to say that in school anymore, according mm. to the Texas legislature. So, oh uh, so Dr. Whitfield is uh, requesting a hearing. Good for him. He's not going to go quietly. No, he shouldn't. And the students are not going to let it drop. Oh, either. the students and the parents are totally up in arms about this. They love this guy. Yeah, he's you know, a great parent. He's a great principal. Speaking of racial justice, I wish somebody would call and give us an update about that guy that got smothered while he was under police custody. In, in Collin County, yeah, yeah, because we haven't heard anything about that one for quite some time. That was the young man that was busted. He had a, a joint, mm -hmm. a, a marijuana cigarette, sitting next to him. I think, yeah, and, and yeah. they took him to jail and ended up. He ended up dead. Yeah, from from he asphyxiation. Yeah. So we never did find out whatever happened on that one. Mm -hmm. I do know what's going on with Dr. Suzanne Jones, who got fired from college, 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 Colin College, college. because I keep want to say collagen. College, college, collagen. So he, she filed. Uh, she filed a lawsuit. So she's trying to get her job back. And uh, the Texas House has uh, oh. passed maps that seal the majority for the Republicans. No. And the critics say that it bypasses the minority population growth. Because 95% of the population growth in Texas was people of color, and yet they're not getting a single new representative out of these maps. You know, I'm just appalled at the lack of just decency. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to be so blatantly racist, they have drawn lines directly through African-American sure. neighborhoods. It's oh, right through it. Just split it right mm -hmm. in half. 
just so they can figure out some way to keep Republicans in power. And this is I, this is terrifying. Eddie Bernice Johnson talked about it this morning on Reverend Barnett's show. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has never never experienced anything like this ever it's worse than ever huh yes and she watched january 6th from her office that's because they're getting desperate they are getting desperate two new analyses suggest the 2020 census may have undercounted black people at a significantly higher rate than usual Raising concerns about whether minority communities could lose out on fair representation and funding over the next 10 years don't, until the next maps are drawn. Don't you find that interesting? They yeah. undercounted them more than usual. Uh-huh. Well, at that, so they usually do undercount them anyway, but this time they did it more than usual. They undercounted it even more. <gasps> but even though they undercounted them, they still... Uh, going to draw the map so they don't get any representation. My head's going to explode. I'm pretty sure. Speaking of undercounted, this will surprise you. Medical examiners, <laughs> medical examiners and coroners, undercounted killings by U.S. police by more than half, according to a new study from the University of Washington. During that time, these officials missed or covered up more than 17,000 police killings. Between 1980 and 2018, the study the study was published in a respected medical journal, and it raises important questions about the objectivity and reliability of physicians who work as government medical examiners and coroners. The findings add to an accumulated list of grave concerns about racial bias in forensic pathology and policing, adding evidence that police kill black people at a rate 3.5 times greater than white people and that medical officials underreported black deaths at a higher rate than white deaths. And that came from the Washington Post. I didn't make that up. The yeah, we don't is, have to make it up. That's what's really sad. The pathologists <laughs> work for the police. Yeah. And so they're, they're under-reporting police killings. They mm-hmm. say, oh, yeah, he's got three oh, holes in him. He got three why. holes in him, but it must be because he fell down. He must have fallen on a fence or something, <laughs> I think. I don't know. 972-647-1893. You I don't can, know how he got that lead poisoning. That's terrible. <laughs> we welcome your opinions. In South Lake, Texas, a top administrator with the Carroll Carol oh, Independent God. School District in South Lake advised teachers last week that if they have a book about the Holocaust in their classroom, they should offer students an, an opposing view. I'm very <laughs> curious as to what the opposing view to the Holocaust is. Yeah. Does that mean... It was all okay. If you kill 13 million people and burn them to death, burn them in crematoriums, and, then uh, someone else could come back and say, well, it wasn't really uh, environmentally unfriendly <laughs> or something. I'm just... And, and, You're supposed to say something good about the Holocaust. An alternate point of... Is this the alternate facts thing again? If 13 million murders are in one book, then you're supposed to have another book to say, well, it was only 13 million. or something okay an opposing view has to be offered Uh, in that school district according to this guy and and this little administrator in the school said this and it's getting news everywhere it's on the news everywhere oh do you know that there's a there's actually a documentary called south lake about that (laughs) school district because it's so racist and so horrible there is a an MSNBC. Uh, it's a continuing series called South Lake 
Oh Boy, here's goodness. here's a new episode, boys and girls. Oh my lord! You can still call us at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three if you have your opinion. I think my head's going to explode. I really do. The United States has rejoined the United Nations Human Rights Council. Yes. Part of what the Biden administration says is its intent to deepen American engagement with the world, oh. but the move drew sharp criticism from Republicans who don't like human rights, <laughs> I guess. Well, what, black, else, what else would I got mean? one more item on it. A black straight state trooper spoke out about police brutality in Louisiana. Uh-oh. And the police want to fire him. I was going to say, is he, <laughs> is he fired yet or is he dead yet? I'm just This has fired. to do with no. that guy. There was a guy named Green. Yes! Got pulled over and... Was he beat to death? Yeah, they ended up beating him to death uh, and and covered it up. Uh-huh. Covered it up. <laughs> and, this, and this one black trooper, he wasn't there. He just said, you know, we shouldn't do stuff like that. Yeah, because this happens all the time, so we really should stop doing this. <laughs> so they fired So it's like, yeah. dude, you're fired. Okay, we have a call. Good morning. Thanks for calling. Good Hello. morning. Good morning. Hey. I got to remind everybody, there's only one human race. Speak up a little bit, Randy. We're not quite hearing you. It's only one what? There's only one. Can you hear me now? There you go. Okay, there you go. Okay, there's only one human race. Okay. Okay. I don't know why my phone is echoing, but I got a flip phone, so maybe that's why. You think? Anyway, there's only one human race, but to the comment of the South Lake... Uh, to have an opposing opinion. Mm -hmm. We really should potentially look at as a uh, benefit to other stories that are not being told when we tell the story of the Civil War. Oh, no. We tell the story of independence. (laughs) Should we not look at as an opportunity to finally allow the truth? Alternative theory. uh, You know what I'm saying? The thing that they don't want. What's Bonnie, tell me what I'm trying to say. They, uh, you don't uh, want to talk. Well, that way, you know, we could tell the alternative story about the Civil War, so maybe it would be like the South really did win, right? That's the story that no, I was no, taught. No. Bonnie, what I'm trying to say is maybe the black man's view will finally be brought forward. Oh, no, the Randy. The alternative view to the one that's being preached in school now. Oh, the see. Native American story might be brought forward to the alternative view of manifest destiny that's being taught in school now. Mm-hmm. See what I I'm see. saying? Yeah. Maybe we should promote something, sometimes that we don't necessarily agree to, to find, finally use it to create balance for the things we want brought forward. All right, that's a good point. All right. But, we, but I'm sure he did not mean that, that we should... Uh, Present a, an opposing view to the Holocaust. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. I got to get this in. This is from my politics <clears> head. <throat> President Trump said last week, oh, and you got to. If you didn't see this, Bonnie, you got to. You got to see this. I think I saw. It. He says, "Quote: If we do not solve the presidential election fraud of twenty twenty, in other words, we don't. That's right. If we don't, if everybody doesn't agree with him that, that he was he's that the he, winner, that he was the real winner in twenty twenty, he's the winner. He says Republicans will not be voting in twenty twenty two or twenty twenty four. He says they will not be voting. So what are they going to do? Are they going to sit it out and so just all the Republicans are going oh." Oh my God, will he ever shut up? Because now he is saying, he is actually saying yeah, that, that, 
that if you don't join me in saying that I actually won in 2020, yep. Yep. then then he's going to call for them to not vote at all that's in 2022. Right. That's right. And a lot of people won't. Yeah. A lot of people do what Trump says. Okay, that's so, cool. This you is want to stay home? We'll 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 make make it easy for us. Okay, you and stay home. The scary thing is, we know that Trump wants to take power. Oh yeah. We know that Mr. Trump is an in, interested in in having power. Oh yeah. And if he's not going to win it in the elections, then he's how gonna is he going to win it? He's going to cheat. Well, yeah, but what is he going to do if he's not going to win an election? Well, he keeps. How do you get power in America without winning an election? He intends to overthrow the government. That's right. That's, That's right. what the January 6th uprising exactly. was about. And and more and more facts are coming out about the days prior to January 6th. Mm-hmm. We were very, very close mm-hmm. to, uh, to uh, an actual coup. Yeah. Very close. Mr. Trump is also <laughs> threatening a Texan named Dade Phelan. Dade Phelan is the Texas House Speaker (laughs) because Mr. Phelan said, I don't think we ought to audit all the Texas counties in 2020. Mr. Trump wants to audit all of the counties in Texas. He started out with four. Even though he won. Yeah, he won by five. You talk about a sore winner. Yeah, he only won by five points, so he thinks that that cannot possibly be true. That's not what it really is. What it really is is he wants to keep this idea of auditing the votes. He wants to keep the idea that he really won the election alive, That's even right. though everybody and every court, even his own auditors in, in Arizona, even though the ones they hired to uh, to turn up with, uh, yeah. with, uh, with the results that they wanted. That's the they cyber said, ninjas. Well, there wasn't, in, wasn't enough voter fraud to make any difference, there or know. if there wasn't, or if there was any voter yeah. fraud at all. Actually, won by, Biden won by what? As soon as uh, as soon as the Arizona people said no voter fraud, he started calling for audits in Texas. Texas. And of course, Governor <laughs> Governor Abbott said, "Well, of course." Governor Abbott That's went right. along with it right Cock-coach away. Cockroach salutes, yes, sir. But there's this guy named Dade Phelan that it said he's. I don't think we need to waste any, any more taxpayer money on this. So, uh, so Mr. Trump is after him, oh, and yes. he is actually saying that if they don't hand him the election from 2020, if they don't overturn the election of 2020, then they will not be voting in 2022 or 2024. You know, so, that's, I hate to tell him this, but I think that's where a lot of Republicans are going to draw the line. And they tried to get a recount in, in Fulton County, Georgia, and the judge turned them down. They yep, said, yep. why do you want to waste any more time? They counted them over and over yep. and over in Fulton County, and Trump says, well, you got to count them again. And the judge says, we're not wasting any more taxpayer money on this. You know, what we really need to do is get our butts in gear and fight this redistricting so that they cannot make it about the white folks again. Mm-hmm. Okay? The, the majority of people that have moved to this state in the last 10 years are people of color. Those people of color are being redistricted out of any type of power. So they can't get any people of color elected. Nope. Or anybody that represents people nope. of color because and, they're drawing the maps so it all turns right. out to be white men. And just because everything is looks okay for North Texas, it ain't all about us. Okay, mm-hmm. it's about the rest of this great big state. I don't mean to say that all Republicans are white men because <laughs> one of the no one of the, one of the major Republican spokespersons is going to run for governor is black. Yes, he's also in the hospital uh, with COVID. 
Yeah, he's got COVID. Yes, he's yes. an anti-vaxxer. His wife, his wife was vaccinated. He was not. Yeah. He's on oxygen in ICU. Yeah. Well, it's too Brilliant. Bad. We don't we don't celebrate anybody no. being sick, but we do we do wish people would stop asking other people to not get vaccinated. Just get the shot. Nearly two years after getting away with obstruction of Congress while he was president, Donald Trump may get away with it again, no. says the Huffington Post. This time, as a former president trying to block an investigation into the insurrection he incited. According to the Washington Post, Huffington Post, we got to go. We got to go. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.